Episode 3 of Two Twits and Twain, entitled Mark the Card Shark, has Mr. Twain talking about playing cards with some surprising characters up there, or wherever he is. Also, why the heck did we call this podcast Two Twits and Twain? And hello again, with a big welcome to Imagination and the Banjo Man, episode number three of Two Twits and Twain. Quite candidly, it's a milestone we thought we might never reach, not because we doubted what we were doing, but who was doing it, you know, a couple of twits. But, lo and behold, we've been well received. And to be honest, when we started this crazy idea, we had very little, if any, faith that Mark Twain would ever show up. And now, on our third adventure, believe it or not, he was actually waiting when Doc got to the studio today. Well, I think it's time to say hi. Welcome back, Mark. Well, I really don't know what to say. It's quite rare that someone doesn't have confidence in me. I should probably be insulted, but... I had an unexpectedly delightful time the last time I was with you two <laughs> twits, and I was looking forward to today. Don't make me regret it. Mark, I'd like to welcome you, and our audience as well. Just because Clark forgot, please let me introduce Clark, twit number two from France, and me, Doc, twit number one, from right here in Colorado. You know, Doc... We've been using these terms, twits, for three shows now. And I know we've had listeners emailing us, asking us why. Why twits? Well, this is going to cut Mark out of the conversation for a bit, but I suppose our audience deserves an explanation. Just know that there are very few times when I've been cut out of a conversation, <laughs> and I don't think this will be one of them. Mark... You just feel comfortable in chiming in any time you wish. After all, you've traveled, as you said, a fur piece, and we do appreciate it. So we'll both defer to your comments any time you have something to say. Thank you greatly. I'll comment in moderation. Getting back to why, Clark and I were searching for a title for this podcast, and we both simultaneously made a list of about, oh, 15 names. We went over them with the usual amount of angst, not being able to land on any one of them. Yes, the title of Two Twits and Twain was in there, but at that time we really didn't know if Mr. Twain... That's Mark! Oh, sorry, Mark. We really didn't know if you would really materialize. But we decided to take a chance, include him in the name anyway, and it apparently shouted loudly to the universe. And magically, now I'm talking about magic to the tenth degree, Although thinking he was supposed to be attending a funeral, Mark found my studio, knocked on the door. He thought he was sent to the wrong place. Oh, no, not the wrong place at all. Clark, remember what Mark said shortly after he appeared on our first broadcast? He said that we all had to use our imagination. That was a prerequisite for him staying on our show. And I believe he was not only talking to both of us, but to our listeners as well. Best we all remember that. Ah, Doc, you are a genius. 
Yes, imagination is a key to so much. And what better example than first imagining and then seeing Mark Twain here with us? It really happened. And I remember, Doc, when you tried to take a picture of Mark, remember that, and text it to me. Well, I got the picture all right, but there was no image of Mark. Nothing. Just a picture of your studio. I really had to use my imagination. And then imagine the incredible. Then when we finally hooked up a little video, there he was, with you. Not only was it strange, but I know that first time gave us both the willies. Not only was it weird, but I still have that picture. And now, since there was no mark, I've superimposed an image of an artist's sketch of him, just so I don't feel as though I'm going completely crazy. <laughs> I hope that helps. Ah, but I think your craziness is there to stay. Enough already. Hey, a little crazy is a lot of fun. I think it makes the world go round. Speaking of crazy, I just had a crazy thought. You think that your artist's sketch of Mark is something that we could put on a t-shirt or a coffee cup, along with our pictures, of course, just in case our listeners might want to see how handsome we are. You're stretching it a bit there, Clark. But yeah, I think we can do that. I'll look into it. I'm using my imagination. Uh-oh. I'm seeing our mugs on somebody else's mug every day. At breakfast? Or with a mid-morning snack? Or maybe an afternoon tea break? Or... Okay, stop. We get the picture. Pun intended. Uh... You know, Mark and Doc, we've been using these charming terms, twits, for a couple of shows now, and like I said, we've had some listeners emailing us asking us why. Why twits? Well, feeble as this may sound, twits and twain and two all begin with TW. And it has a, a sort of a musical lilt to it, since we both have a musical background. Besides laughing at the sound, it had a pleasant ring to it, and seemed to be something our listeners would remember. Thus, two twits and twain. And Mark, aren't you glad we didn't go with three twits? You are definitely not a twit. Why, thank you, gentlemen. I mean, twits. I am truly indebted to you. I think. No, no, I think it's the other way around. We're all indebted to you. Yeah, for those wonderful novels and stories. But Mark, I got a question. What got into you with that story of the celebrated jumping frog of Calabras County? Was that some kind of inspiration? Well, boys, I mean twits. We don't always know where these ideas come from. But it was my first success as a writer. And like I said, the imagination is a powerful tool. I've read that there was a moral or two in that story. Well, for a twit, you're pretty well read, Doc, if I may call you that. Wait a minute, Mark. His head will start swelling if you keep that up. You know, he'll always be a twit to me. That's beautiful twit number two, thank you. Anytime. Sorry, Mark, we were talking about a moral. Well, Doc, I'd need a lot more time to get into that can of worms, and I don't have a lot of time now. 
but I can quote you a little something I once wrote on the subject. We'll have time later on to explore it a bit further. The quote, Always do what is right. It will gratify half of mankind and astound the other. There's another quote that I'm a little hesitant to mention, since it's a bit controversial, but it has to do with morality. And it goes like this. There is a moral sense, and there is an immoral sense. Now, history shows us that the moral sense enables us to perceive morality and how to avoid it, and that the immoral sense enables us to perceive immorality and how to enjoy it. Uh, Mark, we've had several listeners ask us this question, and it's also occurred to us more than once. So many people know of your accomplishments when you were here on Earth, but your writings, your speaking, your humor. But that was a long time ago, and since then, you've been somewhere else. And that somewhere seems to have eluded any meaningful conversation. Is there any way you could clue us in on what's been happening since those <clears throat> rumors, now so true, of your demise? Of course, I'd be glad to. You fellows just had to come directly to the point, ask a meaningful question, and I'm most pleased to oblige. This time, those rumors were not exaggerated. As I mentioned in our first meeting together, I don't really know where I am when I'm not with you fellows. I've said before, and I'll say it again, when you die, you either go to heaven for the climate or hell for the company. Well, the climate is right nice, sort of like Hawaii, and the company, well, taint bad, mostly. Now, if you two wanted to spend more time with me, some day after you croak, I can't tell you where to head to. But I have a feeling that since we've developed this unique friendship here on Earth, you'll have no problem finding me. I hope. Is there anything we need to prepare for, think of, pray for, before we breathe our final breath? Oh, not that I can think of. Keeping a clear head, being open to anything happening would be my only advice. I, here on Earth, I never got involved much with playing cards. <laughs> now, for the past many years, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing bridge. Why, I've developed friendships that I never thought possible, as well as renewing some old friendships. For example, just the other night, there were four of us sitting around a table playing. Uh, to my left was Tom. <laughs> Tom, you, you know him better as Thomas Edison. Uh, he plays bridge pretty well, and oh, I knew him back here on Earth, and, and he was a pretty good friend. Something about Tom you may not know. Tom was afraid of the dark. Thank you, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then across the table from me uh, usually sat Al. You, you know him better as Albert Einstein. 
He is one smart fellow. In fact, uh, he wins most of the time when he's sitting in. And we accuse him of counting cards, but uh, he, he denies it, and he still wins. And then, to, to my right, well, we, we have uh, various people sitting in. Uh, well, one of them is uh, is Yogi. Yes, yes, Yogi Berra. Yes, he's one, one funny fella. <laughs> yeah, he tells some funny stories, but it's interesting because we have to think about it before we laugh. For example, just the other day he was saying, you, you, you got to go to your friends' funerals or they won't come to yours. It took us a little while, but we got it. You mentioned that Albert Einstein almost always wins. Does that mean he wins money? And if so, what the hell does he do with it? And does it even exist where you are? Oh, obviously we have money. It's kind of a mixture between every kind of currency known to man. And while we don't need to spend it on anything, the excitement of holding a handful of coins is just something we still get all passionate about. Well, as someone who spent a good part of his life trading those foreign currencies, I understand that. But I don't like the idea of not being able to spend it on anything, though. That must be kind of frustrating. Not in the slightest. All of us who've shared in this croaking thing realize that money ain't all it's cracked up to be. It's the relationships we build and the love we have for one another and the fun we have together that become the most important aspects of our lives, both while here on this planet and when you join me in the hereafter. Wow, Mark, that's pretty deep stuff for a show that's supposed to be about wit humor and laughter. But I suppose we need some of that once in a while, I guess, just so we can appreciate the other side that much more. Didn't do it intentionally, but it is all about contrast. Things you want and don't have, and things you have but never wanted. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a bit of the well-considered wisdom coming from the mouth of Mr. Mark Twain himself. Oh, bosh. Where in the hell is that Finkelbein funeral, anywho? I'm dying to go. You said hell and dying in the same sentence, Mark. Sounds like you never left. Fact is, I don't know where I am, but kind of glad I got detoured to you two twits. Thank you, sir. But who is this Myrtle? Maybe we can give you some directions? Well, Clark, if I may call you that, don't really know where I'm going. People often accuse me of always getting to the point. Uh, this ought to teach them. <laughs> okay, Mark. Well, listen, so great to have you with us. Can we do it again? Certainly. I'm having a ball. I just hope the folks listening are having as much fun. If they're not, it's their own damn fault. Hey, perhaps one time we could talk to you more about writing. Whereas you've done an amazing quantity of putting pen to paper, Doc and I have done our fair share as well. So looking forward to discussing all of that on an upcoming show. Thank you so much for being with us today. As twit number one, I'll chime in with a big thank you as well. And I'm certain our audience participates in that sentiment. And speaking of our audience, please send your most bizarre or not questions to us by email 
at contact at twotwitsandtwain.com. That's T-W-O, Twits and Twain. And don't forget to check our website for schedules and rebroadcasts and other bits of twittiness at www.twitsandtwain.com. To follow or review each episode in written format, check out our website at www.twotwitsandtwain.com under the Info tab appearing next to each podcast. You can also access other websites mentioned during the podcast. It's Two Twits and Twain saying goodbye for now, but come along next time. We'll see you there. Come on come and go with me, come go with me, baby on the sea, I love you darling, so come go with me.